and welcome to Friends and Family, the podcast where I sit down with my family and talk about friends. I'm Troy. I'm Kenna. I'm Katie. Okay, so for this episode, we're talking about Friends, Season 1, Episode 20, The One with the Evil Orthodontist. This episode first aired on April 6th, 1995, and the director is once again our good friend, Peter Boners. Uh, IMDb gives this one a 7.7 out of 10, so we've actually gone down a little bit from the last episode. So, let's get into it with the summary. Kenna? Okay. So, as we know, Rachel knows that Mindy and Barry have prenuptial plans. Mm -hmm. Well, Barry has stormed back into Rachel's life, declaring that he still loves her. Yes. We get to meet Mindy in this episode, and there is an evil orthodontist, and I don't like him at all. There is indeed. There is indeed. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan either. Um, there is, and we'll get into it. But there is, I think, one of the dirtiest jokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching this with my friend and she was like, what does, does yeah. that mean? Yeah. And yeah, I'm we'll, like, yeah, that's what that means. We'll get to it. That's we'll what that means. Because I had to take video of it and send it to the GF and be like, am I crazy? Or No, we had to discuss it to make sure that we okay. were all on the same page. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So, because I've questioned it for years of what that means. Yeah. Um, so we're at Monica and Rachel's apartment. The six are arguing about snack food mascots. Chandler says he would much rather be Mr. Peanut than Mr. Salty. Do you guys know who Mr. Salty is? Because I had to look him up. No, I, know I don't Mr. know Peanut. who Mr. Salty is, but I do know who Mr. Peanut is. Mr. Salty's kind of gone by the wayside, whereas Mr. Peanut has had this big renaissance. It's the peanut songs right now. So Mr. Salty is the mascot for Nabisco Foods. He's a sentient pretzel and he has a sailor hat. That's Mr. Salty. Okay. I yes. still have no idea who you're talking From about. From my childhood, I've seen him. If you looked him up, you'd probably recognize him. You would. Because I, I think he's still on the boxes. I think he is. Let me occasionally, see. but he's not like Mr. Peanut. And like Mm-mm. Mr. Salty was really big. When I was a kid. Yeah. He was everywhere. Yeah. But now as I've gotten Let's older. Let's please I remember, though, I was. She's just a baby. I, w- I was born in 1998. Yes. 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 He was all in all the. Nabisco no, I seriously, foods. I have no idea, no idea who that character is. Him? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Salty. No, no idea who that is. Oh. Never seen him before in my life. Well, there you go. There Mr. You go. Peanut wins. Sorry. <laughs> Um, Joey says that Mr. Salty is a sailor. That means he's the toughest. Ross says they don't want to mess with corn nuts because they're crazy. Thanks, Ross. I love corn nuts. I miss those commercials. Do they still corn come on? Corn nuts had some good commercials. No, they don't. But yeah, they had some good commercials. Because that I remember is corn nuts being crazy, but mm-hmm. I still never knew who they were talking about with Mr. Salty. Corn nuts <laughs> had like this. Hold. Like, it, it was a corn cob, but it was like insane. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I rem- remembering that? Well, it's like a bag of corn kernels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 
Uh, Monica is looking out the window and she notices that there is somebody with a telescope across the way looking at them. They are disgusted and wonder why somebody could do that. Then immediately look at ugly naked guy with gravity. Boots. I love the irony. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. The, uh, the unaware, the self unaware irony mm-hmm. of these people. So we get to the opening credits when we come back, we're at central perk. Chandler is talking about uh, the amazing first date he had. Uh, Monica wants to know if he's called her, and Chandler says, and make her think I like her. What are you, insane? What is with that? Why are men like this? Because I've I've actually never been through that, but in movies and TV, specifically in the 90s and early 2000s, there's a lot of don't call them yet. Why? I don't know. I've done it. Why? I did it as a teenager. I don't know why. It's a clingy thing. Men don't like clingy women. No, no, no. They don't call, even though they want to. It's a a thing. They don't want to seem too desperate. Too needy. Too needy. Clingy. I don't know. I wouldn't do it now. I think that's stupid. But then... But then the girl is just like, well, I thought we had fun and... Yeah. He didn't call. Yeah. It's extremely problematic. It is. Texting has blessed this earth. Yeah. Because texting is less intense than a phone call. Yes. So if you don't get a response from a hi, oh well. But if you do that and it says red, they get that little notification and they still don't respond, then 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 there could be issues. This is how you make a relationship work. I've discovered it. One has to have an Android. Mm. One has to have an iPhone. So there's no read receipts. No hurt feelings. No, the, the GF and I shut that off. <laughs> Did you? You yes. shut off the red receipts? Yes. My Android? Uh-huh. I can see when people have read it. And there's bubbles that pop up when they're responding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's with other Androids. You can't see it with iPhones. I can see it when you do it, when I message you. But is that on Messenger Mm -hmm. or texting? Texting. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, my iPhone won't show me Android ones. That's crazy. But Jaden doesn't care about texting. I don't really either. (laughs) So. Um, So, the girls think that's stupid. It's stupid. Much like you guys. It is stupid. Um, And Phoebe hands Chandler the phone and says to call her and stop being all testosterone-y. The real San Francisco. The real San Francisco treat. Do you know what that's a reference to? Rice Aroni. Yes. I gotta check. <laughs> that one I do know. Okay. <laughs> I gotta check these weird, you know, nineties references that they do. I love Rice Aroni. Yes, it is Rice Aroni. Um My brother Andy was a big Rice Aroni fan. I love it. It's good. Yeah. So is Kylie. I like the 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 long brown pieces yeah. in it. The rice crunchy. Rice is pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. It all the time. Yeah, if you had like rice roni and like a nice like piece of chicken or yeah. something. Yeah, mm. so good. And some broccoli. Yeah, that's a good broccoli. meal. good. That's a good meal. Um, no, I'm hungry. Yeah. That was <laughs> a very white meal to describe to. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he calls her and gets the machine, so he immediately hangs up. Um... Rachel, uh, see, here's another problem about doing this through text. It says Rachel Emberry, E-M-B-E-R-R-Y. 
Rachel and Barry. <laughs> it sounds like an ice cream. Yeah. It's a new Ben and Jerry's flavor. flavor. Rachel and Barry. They have a friend's flavor that I want to try, by the way. Do they? Mm-hmm. It's at wow. my work. It's in the what? freezer at my work, and I think I'm going to get it. We should try, and we should try it here on we the podcast. Should. But if I get it at work, I'm going to want to eat it when I'm at work. Well, I'll see if I can track it down. Okay. Um. So Rachel and Barry are outside, and Phoebe gives a, them a play-by-play of what they're doing. Uh, Phoebe says that they're just talking and smiling. She gets upset and yells, don't do that. That's what's going on. And she says that some guy just kicked a pigeon. Did you guys notice the background characters in this particular scene? I didn't this time, no. No, I didn't either. They're I was too so, interested. They're so weird. Are they? They're like really animatronic. Is, it, is this the episode, because I noticed there's like a woman in like a turtleneck and like a blazer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it this episode? Uh-huh. Okay. But there's a guy sitting right next to her that pretending to drink coffee. Yeah. He didn't know how to do it. <laughs> I mean, it is, these characters are just so like, their movements are very yeah. robotic. The one I feel bad for is Gunther. James, something, James <laughs> Gunther, actor who plays Gunther. Because he's Rip. always in the background and he always has to pretend to be talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's got to be annoying after a while. But anyway, yeah, RIP, RIP. Uh, so Rachel talks about the pretty good day she had with Barry. Uh, Ross wants to know when she's going to tell him to leave her alone. Says she never got to that part. Uh, Rachel says that she had a good time, that it was nice and familiar and comfortable. Um, Rachel wants to know if there's anything wrong with that. Monica says yes, because he's engaged to her ex-best friend. So she she says that she will end it. Um, Kenna, you had some reactions as I was reading that paragraph? Yep. Because you can tell that Ross doesn't care about her in a friend way or an ethical way of you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. As where Monica's like, he's engaged. That's not cool. But he's like, tell him to leave you alone. I want to date you. Tell him to leave you alone. Oh, my heavens. And he's so whiny. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you I want to date you or tell you my feelings ever. You know, presumably, they hang out all the time. He said it like, I told you to tell him to leave you alone. Yeah. And that's why I didn't like it. Yeah. (laughs) So, this is when... We cut to the dentist's office. Rachel and Barry are in the dentist chair, clearly just having had sex. Um, Unsanitary and disgusting. Children are in there all the time. And did they sanitize that chair after? I would hope so. He, not they. I would hope so. Um, Or the sink. They, we're getting there. They say that it was never like that before. And that is when... There are little people here? No. Sound like little it did. little patter. Anyway. Uh, Rachel comments how nice it is having that little sink right next to him. There it is. Ew, ew, ew. Is that what I'm thinking? Are we in agreement? I think we're in agreement, and I don't like that we are. Okay, because I think that was a super dirty joke that the writers... For 1995, that the writers slipped in and were hoping that it would get by the censors, and it did. It did. I don't think it would fly today. 
if it's streaming, maybe, but not on Netflix. If it's streaming, no. absolutely. But just not, like, yeah, because they were just on TV. Yeah, NBC. Yeah. In '95, there's <laughs> no way. Yeah, there's no way. I don't know how they did that. Oh. Yeah. And for the longest time, I thought that was just in the extended. I thought yeah. that joke was just yeah. in the extended for the long, for a very no, long it's, time. It's in the actual episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that gave me pause this time. Mm-hmm. I spent about 15 minutes, like, just thinking about that. and I do every wow. time I watch the episode, so at least we have an answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... We then cut back to Monica and Rachel's apartment. Chandler is leaving a message on the uh, woman's answering machine that he has written down. He leaves a message, and while he's doing it, he plays with dishes and stuff in the background, so she thinks that he might actually be at a restaurant and actually has a life and hasn't been honing for two hours, as he says. Phone anxiety. It's, it's a real thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. I hate it. I hate the phone. But I've never gotten phone anxiety with an answering machine. I do. Really? I do. I stumble over really? my words oh, all the time. Oh, it's worse. I say, I hey, go, call me back. I go, hey, it's Kenna. I called you. Bye. <laughs> I just go, hey, this is Troy. Call me back. No. Answering machines are way harder for really? me than real people. Oh. I don't know. Hey, I was going to try to call you. Do they listen you. to it? You're not home. What are you doing? Like, I just, I keep going. I can't stop. So it's like, a I think huge I have mess. to like date and time it. Yeah. It's, a it's really? March 3rd, 2023. 3.30. 3.30 <laughs> th- <3:30 laughs> o'clock. Okay. Uh, all right. I guess I'm weird then. I don't have issues with it. Oh, I have major issues with it. Have you guys ever used the term yes and DDO on a. <laughs> I think I've said some really weird stuff. I've said yeparoo. Really? Uh huh. Yeparoo. <laughs> Wow. I think I said wow. okie dokie to myself. <laughs> this is yeah. fascinating. I think when I was dating Josh, I called him in an answer and I was like, okay, bye. Yep, a roo. And I hung up. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. And he's never going to call me back after that. Like, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. I think I either said okie dokie to myself or like okie dokie like or like okie dokie like a question and it was to like a doctor's office i think okie dokie okie dokie i hate it i hate answering machines i'm gonna sit there for five minutes i'm like i freaking hate myself so i have an appointment to come here at five okie dokie okie dokie I hope they liked it. I do. (laughs) Don't forget, okie dokie. (laughs) Okay, now when we say, please like and share, okie (laughs) dokie. That's it, I quit the podcast. Uh, holy cow. <laughs> Kenna. Uh. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, Monica notices that the person with this telescope is back. Uh, Phoebe tries to get them to stop by waving at them or waving them away, but the person just ends up waving back. Um, 
Joey says that he saw the person looking to their apartment as well, and he feels like he can't do anything anymore. And Monica's like, well, what kind of stuff? And Joey says, nothing sexy, like cooking naked. Um, Phoebe asks if he really cooks, <laughs> cooks naked, and Joey says, yeah, stuff like toast, oatmeal, nothing that spatters. Now, let me read to you what this paragraph actually says, as it thought I said. <laughs> Phoebe asks... If he really cooks naked, and Joey says, yes, yeah, stuff stuff like toaster, oatmeal, <laughs> nothing, it's batters. <laughs> nothing, it's batters. <laughs> I didn't double check that. Um, they, they all then look at Chandler, and Chandler says that he didn't know he does that. Um, which I imagine is true. I imagine... He does this usually when Chandler's like at work or something, right? Although, can I point something out? How will the person looking into Monica's apartment see Joey and Chandler? Because their their apartments next to no, right next because door, right? it, well, no, because if you open when later episodes when they switch apartments and she opens Joey's window, it's in an alley. But that's Joey's window. Their living room windows face. I don't. So I don't think it makes sense. Okay, so hang on. So we have. We have their apartment building. Uh, they have, I'm assuming, another apartment building next to them, and that's the singing dude. Yeah. That's... So then across the street, that person would have a clear view of the living this room. backside of the apartment building. Oh, I don't know. Like, that. that's how I'm seeing it. When I was looking it up, there's a lot of, like, logistics. Not yeah, really that, it doesn't but like, make people sense. are like disagreeing. They're like, there's no it's way because when you, that someone could see through their... When you picture you know, an, apartment an apartment building, you picture more than just two straight up and down rows of apartments. But I think in this apartment building, it is just two straight rows mm. of apartments. Yeah. So whatever faces forward, everybody has a facing forward window. Yeah. That, that's that's what I was picturing in my head. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like, it's just a big rectangle. And then just... Two lines of apartments. Yeah. But usually it's like, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's yeah, one. Yeah, here's, like, here's this well, window to the stairway, here's a lobby. Yeah. Like it's but when you're in the hallway, there's like so many different doors. So do those apartments not have windows? Well, it's like if, like if you walk into the apartment. They're the front turn. facing. So, okay. Let me put it this way. So, follow me around Monica's apartment here. So... <laughs> The window, let's say that window is north, right? Okay. So then their apartments or their bedrooms would be east. South would be the audience. West would be the hallway, right? Okay. So in my mind, when you walk into these apartments, everyone north has a window or some sort of window. And so like Kenna was saying, if you're looking... At that side, you can just see, like, windows. Yeah, I, I get it. But it's just, like, doesn't make sense to me. No, it does. It's weird, logistically. Yeah. Especially no. when Ross moves in to ugly Nate guy's apartment. That doesn't, doesn't make any make, sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, yeah. it was just something that... Plus, their apartment building setup doesn't make <clears throat> sense. No, it doesn't. Like, the run... Run? The one row of stairs is weird to me. Yeah. It's weird that there's not, like, multiple stairwells. Yeah. I don't know. That is odd. Um, anyway, so, 
Um, so now we're back at the dentist's office. Uh, Rachel and Barry are getting dressed. Rachel says that what they did was a mistake. Um, Rachel asked, what about Mindy? I just had a thought. Sorry. You looks like you're about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, it is. What, uh, what is it? There's an irritation that I have about this scene. Not an irritation, but a logistics irritation. Okay. Rachel has a shirt on, a button-up shirt. Yes. And she goes, I had a bra. Wouldn't you have known that before you buttoned up your whole shirt? Yeah, but if you look at her in that scene, if you look at her chest area, she's already wearing a bra. She is already wearing a bra, but she does go, (laughs) I had a bra. And you're like, why would you put your shirt on first and expect there to just be one underneath? Unless Later. she was distracted while she was doing it and just... Probably. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, uh, uh, Barry says that he can just break it off with her. Rachel says, no, don't do that. And that's when the office assistant, I, I guess, nurse, what I don't know what it is, buzzes in and says that Bobby's here for his appointment. Same kid as last time. From a few episodes ago. I like this kid. He's funny. Yeah. He walks in just as as they were kissing and they try to play it off. And he's like, I'm 12. I'm not stupid. Yep. Yeah. But also, different thought to Barry saying that he'd break it off with Mindy. Do you guys know how much an orthodontist makes? Quite a bit. Is it enough to pay for two probably $100,000 wedding because I assume he's a he's paid for a lot of the wedding already right. that he's going to have with Mindy. He paid for an entire wedding with Rachel that went nowhere. Also true. I, so this, you're just fine with losing out on $200,000 potentially? Because those are two women that needed big, lavish weddings. Yeah. I mean, presumably he's making six figures as an orthodontist. Yeah. So... I don't know how long he's been been an orthodontist. Maybe he could I guess afford that. I don't know. In their socialite world, their dad's probably paid a good chunk too. It's a good point. It's a good point. I don't know. It was just weird to me. Like that's a lot of money that you're wasting a lot. <laughs> but here's another side note about this. Were they having sex while this office was open? Yes. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yes. That's gross. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy, so creepy. weird. Considering it's like a pediatric Well, yeah, because most place? orthodontists are for adolescent kids. Yeah, families. Ew. Yeah. Gross. And I doubt that it's very soundproof, and it seems like the waiting room is right there. Right there. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you can get in so much trouble for that, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. He'd probably lose his license. Oh, I'm sure he would. So... Um, Barry suggests, yeah, they go away to Aruba. For the weekend. For the weekend. That's so short. To go yeah, to Aruba? Yeah, if you're going to go to Aruba, it's got to be at least five days, I would think. Oh, now I want to go on vacation. That sounds so nice. Well, none of us are orthodontists, so we can't do that. Um, anyway. So now we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Uh, Chandler runs in holding the phone. He asks if he can borrow Monica's phone and use it to call his to make sure it's working because the woman he went on a date with has not called him back yet. 
My, how the tables have turned. Um, the others are sitting around playing. It says, trouble. is it sorry or it, is it trouble? It's trouble. Trouble. Mm-hmm. What's sorry then? Isn't it like the same type of game? Pretty much. Or my, yeah. okay. If I remember correct, instead of saying, sorry, it's trouble. and It's the same game. Okay. Yeah. Because I wrote down sorry, but then I was looking at the episode that said trouble. I'm like, wait, I thought that was. I think for a minute they tried to make it trouble and then they had to go back to sorry. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a rebranding. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they tried to do it a couple times. I miss games where they had the, the pop-up pop dice thing. Right? I like that. I, I think like it's because so many people just dented it yeah. from hitting it so hard. But you never lost your die. It was just always, it was right there. Right, you roll the dice and some people don't know how to roll dice and so it goes all over the place. Yeah. Mm. I just dropped <laughs> Good on you. Um, so, Phoebe suggests calling her back and seeing how many beeps she has on her voicemail, because that would mean she has or has not gotten the message. <sighs> I don't fully understand this because I never had an answering machine. So, I don't understand the beeps. I don't... If there's one beep, there's no messages. Two beeps, there are other messages. You can call into somebody's... Voicemail, voice uh, answering machine. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't remember a time when voicemail wasn't just a part of the phone. And I don't mean like cell phones, even the landlines. I remember it was just there. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a separate entity yeah. with it. I I never saw that. Yeah. I'm the same. Like we, we never had that. Yeah. We always had the phone with the built-in messaging system mm-hmm. already there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he calls her and she picks up and he immediately hangs up. Rachel comes in and Monica notices that she has floss in the back of her head, in her hair. She admits that they had sex in her chair and Monica repeats it loud enough for everybody to hear. Then, of course, Ross gets upset and the two start to argue and Rachel compares her situation to his with Carol's. And Ross says, no, it's completely different. It's like comparing apples and oranges and orthodontists and lesbians. But why? Why it's is it so not. different? It's she not. was in a long-term relationship with him. That relationship ended. She's comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. There's history there. It's not different. It's not different at all. Just like when Ross went on the Valentine's date and he ended up being with Carol. And he said, hey, let's give another shot because it's comfortable. Familiar. Hmm. Familiar. He just doesn't mm, like mm, being mm. called out. Yep. Hello, pot. This is Kettle. Yep. You're black. Um, that sounded racist. I apologize. <laughs> Did not mean it to. Um, it sounded like a sassy teenage girl, too. <laughs> You're black. <laughs> uh, so that's when the phone rings and Chandler dives for it. Thinking that it was his phone, but it's actually Monica's and Rachel's phone. Rachel picks up the phone, and it's Mindy. And Mindy wants to meet her, and Rachel starts to freak out. She tries to call Barry, but Mindy picks up the phone. Do you think Bindy? (laughs) That'd be their couple name. Do you think Mindy knew in that moment, oh, it's her? I don't think she did. Because she doesn't seem to when she shows up. Yeah, I don't think That's so either. That's true. But wouldn't you think for a second, like, huh, that was weird. 
Yeah. I'm sure after she hung up, it's like, that was odd. Hmm. Why was she calling back here again? That's what I would question. Yeah. So now in the next morning, Chandler is sitting at Monica's table, staring at the phone. Uh, she comes up behind him, fakes a ringing, ringing noise. And he tries to answer and says that hell is filled with people like her. Joey comes in and says that the peeper is back. And side note, at 11 minutes, 55 seconds, you can see the reflection of the stage lights in the TV. Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which I think would, would be hard to not do because the TV is so reflective. But anyway. Uh, Rachel is worried about her meeting with Mindy. Because they were best friends, they went to camp together. She taught Rachel how to kiss, and that gets Joey excited. Rachel, Rachel and Joey leave. Chandler says he's going to the bathroom and for Monica to wash his phone. Monica says, why don't you just call her? And Chandler says, I have my pride. Monica says, do you? And Chandler says, no. <laughs> he immediately picks up the phone and starts to call her. Um, and uh, uh, Monica's shirt, by the way. Did you look get a close look at her shirt? No. It looks like cheesecloth. Like, <laughs> so, it, it, the shirt has, like, holes in it. Oh, like mesh. Yeah, it's it's like a, like, kind of a tight or, or actually, no, be more of a loose kind of mesh. It's weird. Huh. It's like really those odd. weird jerseys that, that make you wear in PE. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's like those are so gross. They were cotton slash wool. It, it's it's odd. It's huh. weird. Um, so Chandler sits on the back of the chair. Monica puts a dish towel under his feet, which I thought was a clever little moment. I like that. I agree with Monica in this funny. instance because it's shoes. If he yeah. had socks on, no big deal. But it's a padded seat, and he has shoes on. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Um, so he finally gets a hold of her and she says that she'll call him back. She's on the other line. So then we get to Central Park. Rachel is working and Mindy walks in. That's when we get our guest star alert. Katie? Uh, Jennifer Gray. <clears throat> yes. I like her. I like her too. She does a good job. I actually didn't realize it was her. And you want to know why? Because of her nose job. Yep. Yep. And apparently... Reading into it, it destroyed her career. It, it did because of how unfamiliar she was. Anyway, she was born March 26, 1960. Doesn't say where. But we all know pretty much what she's famous for. Um, Dirty Dancing, Ferris Bueller's mm. Day Off. Um, she's also known for Red Dawn and The Wind Rises. Yes. 48 acting credits. Yes. One producer credit. and She has one upcoming. Somebody told me that my hair styled like this looks like hers in Dirty Dancing. It does. Like the style of it. Yeah, I can see that. They actually asked <sighs> if I got movie. it permed. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that to my hair. I feel like you can't think of Jennifer Grey without thinking of Patrick Swayze. It's like yeah. they go Did you know hand. that they hated each other on yes. that set? Yeah, they weren't they weren't fans of each other. No. No. But I love that movie. It's so it is really it's good. Very That's why they have so much movie. chemistry. Hot take. Never seen it. Really? Oh, I've never Gosh. seen Dirty Dancing. You should give it. it a watch. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, it, it's funny. If you look at Jennifer Grey at Dirty, during Dirty Dancing in the 80s and look at Jennifer Aniston, they look, during that time, they look similar. Is that why they did it? Because they both did the nose job thing? I think so. And were pretty unrecognizable after well, it. Well, also, I think so. there was a... There was a twist where before Jennifer Aniston got famous, she did play Ferris a, Bueller's sister. Yeah, that's right in the in the short lived um, TV like, show. Yeah, uh-huh. what? Yeah, uh-huh. huh? Isn't that crazy? That is. That's yeah. right. I now you say that. Mm-hmm. I never put that. So there's just before. all these little crosses yeah. uh-huh. with them. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So Rachel asks her what's up, and Mindy says that they should sit to have this conversation. Mindy asked if she would be her maid of honor. They start to hug and Mindy starts to cry. Uh, Mindy says that she thinks Barry is seeing someone in the city because he's been acting really weird and came home smelling like Chanel. Uh, we didn't we didn't mention this, but <clears throat> when Rachel went out with Barry, he bought her a little thing of Chanel. Have you ever smelled Chanel number five? Probably. I just didn't realize that's what it was. It's awful. It's terrible. It is the not worst good. smell mm-hmm. I have ever. It's not even like. No offense, an old lady smell. Like, no offense to any listener if you like it. It's not like an old lady smell. It's just bad. Yeah. It's, just, oh, it's like really musky. Like, is if it? I smelled it on a rich person, I'd be like, you're so rich and you smell like you didn't shower at all. Really? Yeah, it's, it's bad. Terrible. Interesting. I don't know what the obsession is. Hmm. Well, it's not obsession. <laughs> it's not her smell. <laughs> no, like, I don't think my mom ever had that. She had the... She didn't like it either. The perfume that the bottle looked like an exclamation point. Yeah. She had that for Ever. years and years. I don't remember that. Yeah. That smell was terrible. Yeah. I think perfume, it's just not good in general. Perfume? Yeah. It depends. I've been going through a lot of expensive ones. Have you? Valentino's are really good. Tom Ford's are really good. Oh, when I get the Versace sheet. Giorgio Armani's Sorry, really we're good. Sorry, we're going off on the Sorry. Here. Is that a, is it still a thing? Because I thought that kind of perfume and cologne and stuff kind of went out. Oh, no. I, I still, still go to Dillard's thing. and I get little Travaglio's that are like 17 bucks. So I can oh, just yeah. keep coming back in to film up yep. for eight bucks. Huh. All right. There's your... Perfume tip for the day. Welcome to Perfume Talk. <laughs> um, last episode was Tea Talk. This time is Perfume Talk. Side note, the hubby really liked our di- our um, laundry talk. Did he? Uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> um, Rachel says when she got engaged to Barry, he also started acting weird with a weird phase. And that's when Minnie confesses that when they were engaged, her and Barry fooled around, had a thing on the side. Uh, that's when Rachel says that she's stupid, and that they're both stupid, and she gets Minnie to smell her arm, realizing that Barry has been cheating on both of them. Such a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I do but like also, about... these two friends, why would you do that to your friend? True. You can blame him somewhat. True. But you got to blame both of those girls, too. But what I do like is in this moment, they don't blame each other. No, they don't. They blame Barry, which I appreciated. But you're right. It's like, were you really that close of friends then? Especially Mindy, because she did it first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, they apologize. They start to hug. And that's when Joey walks in and gets excited because <laughs> Joey is a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> 
Uh, now we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Ross is doing a crossword puzzle. Chandler's uh, back sitting at the table, staring at the phone. <clears throat> and Joey comes in um, and uh, asks Chandler if he knows that their phone isn't working. And that's when Chandler realizes that he accidentally shut it off. Just like you told her he did. <laughs> Just point out the irony. Um, but Joey says that he went across the street, talked to the doorman, and he got the peeper's name. So he calls and realizes that the peeper is a woman. Um, <laughs> which Monica says, so? So what? Joey's like, yeah, yeah, who cares? And uh, that's when she starts to compliment him and Monica. Yeah, <clears throat> which is kind of a funny scene. Um, Matt LeBlanc uh, does really good phone acting. He does. In this episode. He does good phone acting through the whole series. He does, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, she compliments Monica's dress and uh, apparently Joey does free weights and yeah. Mostly free weights. Yeah. <laughs> So, we're back at the dentist's office. Rachel comes in and asks Barry if he has a minute. He says yes, and that's when both her and Mindy walk in. And that's when they say that they are both breaking up with him. Uh, Barry says sorry, said he wasn't thinking, and Rachel says, or wants to know which one Barry's talking to. And that's when he says, Mindy, it's always been Mindy. Apparently, it's always been Mindy. That's true. Dirtbag. Yeah. Rachel thinks it's ridiculous. Um, they doesn't mean it. Uh, and that's when some kid's choking on a retainer and he has to leave. And uh, Rachel's really excited and says, anytime you want to jump in, you know, um, I don't want to, you know, take up all the all the glory here. And Mindy says that she's still going to marry him. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, she still wants to be Mrs. Dr. Barry Farber DDS. D-D-S. Because that's all that matters is just marrying a doctor, apparently. In their world. In their world, yep. Um, But she does ask if Rachel would still be her maid of honor, and Rachel says yes. So, <clears throat> we're now back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Uh, Monica, Monica and Rachel sitting on the couch. Monica asks Rachel if she's okay. Rachel says yes, says that she always wondered if she did the right thing by leaving Barry at the altar. Now she knows for sure that she did. Um, that's when they start to hug, and that's when Joey walks in and gets excited. For the third time, because again, <laughs> Joey is a 13-year-old boy. Um, but I'd like to point out, it was Rachel by all three excitements. Rachel was involved. That's true. That's true. And she's involved again once Winona Ryder shows up in a later I season. I love Winona Ryder in yeah. this. There's actually kind of a really funny blooper with this. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Um, where when, when Joey does the hand motion, like, oh, continue. Like, they actually do, and they start, like, rolling around on the floor. Yeah, and, I've seen it, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Um, so, now we're at the end credits. We're back at Central Park. Joey admits that Mr. Peanut, they're still talking about that, is a better dresser. And Phoebe asks if uh, he knows that Mr. Peanut is gay. 
that's when Ross says, let me get this straight. You are outing Mr. Peanut. He's not gay. He's just fancy. Just a fancy dresser. Um, that's when Danielle, the woman that Chandler went on the date with, comes in uh, to the coffee shop to check on him. Apparently, she had his number wrong and, uh, you know, wanted to see if everything was okay. And they're all excited for him. Chandler introduces her to everybody. Um, she wants to get together again. And they're all excited, like, yeah, I got a second date. And Chandler goes, meh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, coming all the way down here, check on me. Like, how needy is that? <sighs> Freaking Chandler. You know, as much as we praise Chandler, he has his moments. He does. But he has, he has weird commitment moments. He does. He does. He had a he had a rough childhood, so I guess you can't blame him too much. No, can't. Um so that is it for that episode. So let's get to the best and worst. This one's hard because they weren't really together much. It was more of like a Rachel build episode. True. Kind of was. Um. Hmm. I want to say best friend Monica. Just because she was trying to talk Rachel out of getting back together with Barry because he's engaged to Mindy. Trying to talk her out of that. Right, right. Monica's kind of like... The voice of reason. Voice of reason. I still want to deem Ross as the worst because he still irritated me with his crybabiness in the first bit of this episode. But I'm fine being overruled on that. (sighs) I mean, Rachel's pretty bad, too. I Rachel is the one that is essentially cheating with Barry. Yeah. Like That's true. Um But does that qualify her as a bad friend in the episode? To Mindy. Uh to Mindy. Mm. Mindy did it first though. <laughs> that, that's also true. <sighs> Barry's kind of the worst, but he doesn't count. <laughs> I would say Rachel. That's my pick. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with it. Rachel? I'll go with it. All right. And that's what we're going with. Um. So, yeah, that is uh, episode 20, the one with the evil orthodontist. Make sure to tune in next time. Next episode, we're going to be talking about the one with the fake Monica. Um, I think we actually get a little bit of a break from the whole Ross and Rachel stuff. Thank heavens. Thank goodness. So, thanks for listening. If you did, uh, if you did, subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, share the podcast around. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> um, and until next time, remember, we'll be there for you because you're there for us too. Adios. Farewell. <laughs>